government debates the legacy of a classic school fight song with a racist history. Also, two new scooter rental companies get things rolling on the 40 acres. And we'll talk to the coordinator of UT's very first food pantry about food insecurity, an issue that affects nearly a quarter of UT students. All those stories and more on this week's Daily Texan Newscast. Good afternoon. It's Friday, April 20th. I'm Rachel Zen. And I'm Danny Matias. The residents of UT's beloved Turtle Pond don't move that quickly, but rumors about supposed changes to their home sure did. On Tuesday night, members of the UT Long Memes for Hornsey Teens Facebook page posted about rumors of the pond's closure, and the conversation quickly made its way to Twitter, with one user proposing to, quote, chain themselves to the pond so they can't take it from us. On Wednesday, university officials quelled these rumors by assuring that the pond and the greenhouse next to it will not be torn down. They said the only planned construction for the area involves repair to a sagging sewer line. A long-held tradition of singing the eyes of Texas at student government meetings is being debated amid concerns over the song's racist history. On Tuesday, Ted Gordon, the vice provost for diversity, explained the history of the fight song to SG representatives. The song was written in 1903 by John Sinclair, editor of the Cactus Yearbook, and sung at a minstrel show which featured performers in blackface and perpetuated racist stereotypes of black people. One SG member argued that although the song does have racist connotations, it can now be used as an educational tool of the university's past. At the end of the meeting, SG members did not sing the song, but the use of the song at future meetings is still in question. Students have recently found a different way to commute to class. Two companies, Bird and Limebike, have brought their electronic scooters to Austin. These stationless vehicles can be left at any location, so once the user is done riding it, the scooter is up for grabs by the next person who decides to rent it out. The scooters travel up to about 15 miles per hour and can be unlocked through the company's apps. Both brands are reminding riders to be cautious and mindful of where they leave them at. College students are faced with a lot of tough choices. Where to live, what to study, whether or not we want to subject ourselves to 8 a.m. classes. But for nearly a quarter of UT students... Those choices concern the most basic necessities, like where and how they're going to get their next meal. According to a University Health Services survey based on fall 2016 enrollment numbers, 23% of UT students have experienced food insecurity, or a lack of food due to financial stress. In the last segment of this week's podcast, we'll talk to Will Ross, the coordinator of UT's very first food pantry about how the issue of food insecurity affects UT students and college students around the country. Student Emergency Services, this is Will. Hi, Will. This is Rachel Zen. I'm a reporter at The Daily Texan. Hi, Rachel. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. Okay, so I guess I'd like to know what is food insecurity? With the food pantry and career closet programs, uh, we define food insecurity as a a state of being without reliable access to sufficient quality uh, food that may be, that's also uh, nutritious and affordable. There's also a uh, a condition where people may have to skip a meal, cut back on the quantity and, and even the quality of food that they're eating. So that could be, for example, skipping dinner two or three times a night to make sure you can uh, save money to pay rent or your, your utilities or even buy books at the beginning of the semester. And so that would uh, easily be considered food insecurity based off of our definition. And this affects 
nearly a quarter of UT students, right? Is that is that what the, the data says right now? Yeah, so University Health Services, they did a survey and found that one in four UT students has experienced food insecurity. So is this a new problem, or is it just something that is beginning to be addressed, not just by UT, but by other universities? I know there has been a nationwide trend of food insecurity uh, on college campuses, and I think the UHS, the University Health Services study, captures that that's a similar experience we're having in, uh, at UT. And so the food pantry part of the program helps try to close that gap that some students are are facing. And so how will this new food pantry work? Yeah, that's a great question. So the uh, food pantry is open to any currently enrolled UT student. Um, They just have to come and take advantage of this resource. We don't ask if any uh, very demographical information like how much money you're making and whatnot. They just need kind of self-disclose that I need these resources. Currently, students who uh, need to take advantage of the food pantry or the career closet programs, they can just go straight to the student emergency services in the uh, student services building on the fourth floor and talk to a coordinator. And then the coordinator will get them connected to these great resources. Uh, Starting early May, we will have uh, business hours. And so students can come directly to the food pantry or the career closet program and take advantage of one or both of these resources. When did the idea of a food pantry kind of come about? Or when did that start getting conceptualized? The UT food pantry uh, program, um, that kind of started when students' voices were starting to say, you know, hey, this is a problem on our campus. This would be a great resource uh, to have on our uh, on our campus. And at the same time, administration was also seeing that this this is also a need for our campus. And so it was some, in some ways a perfect storm of both the UT students and leadership coming together and saying, hey, this is something that we need on our campus, and then let's back this. And so with that, we've gotten some seed money from, um, I know, from like the Vice President of Student Affairs Office to help us uh, get the nuts and bolts in place uh, so we can have that foundation to build a program like this, to be able to have this as a resource for students who do need food, who do need that professional clothing. Thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Rachel. My pleasure. And that was Will Ross, coordinator for the Student Emergency Services Pantry. That's all for this week's news. You can always catch more news at dailytextedonline.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and all our other podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts. The music used in this podcast is Stairwell by Ryan Anderson. Thanks for listening. Take it easy.